The American people stand firm in the faith which has inspired this nation from the beginning. We believe that all men have a right to equal justice under law and equal opportunity to share in the common good. We believe that all men have the right to freedom of thought and expression. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God. From this faith, we will not be moved. Hello, God bless America, and welcome to the Freedom of Thought podcast. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Freedom of Thought is available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. I thank you once and always for downloading and listening to the show. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. This is a special kind of episode here, and it's one of those like, uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it is one of those where it's like I had to get on uh, briefly, and I will try to empty the mailbag as well just for the sake of doing that, but holy cow. Um, holy cow. Just a, like a, a couple days ago, Tucker Carlson uh, did an episode about... The, about uh, George Floyd, whereas um, there's a court case in Hennepin County where the uh, prosecutor was uh, the prosecutor is suing her boss, basically, of like the whole George Floyd case. Amy uh, Swayze, Hennepin County prosecutor, um, new information coming out about what really happened with the autopsy of George Floyd during, of course, the Memorial Day 2020 situation where the whole belief is, oh, you know, Derek Chauvin, you know, put his knee on the guy's neck, on the guy's throat, basically, over a curb and, you know, basically strangled the guy to death, which there has been all kinds of conversation that tends to get quieted up and disappears about how actually George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. Also, that uh, the guy really didn't have his knee on the guy as nearly as bad as people thought, but just trying to keep him still, him being um, George Floyd. So according to uh, Amy Swayze, she says she called Baker, that would be the um, uh, the coroner, called the uh, coroner. So that's who uh, she was talking about. That's who uh, Baker is. She says, I called Baker early that morning to tell him about the case and to ask him if he could perform an autopsy on Mr. Floyd. He called me later in the day on that Tuesday, and he told me there was no medical findings that showed any injury to the vital structures of Mr. Floyd's neck. There were no medical indications of asphyxia or strangulation. No medical indications of asphyxia or strangulation. So... That is absolutely fascinating, and that this has pretty much been covered up the whole time. And there's a reason why she's suing his boss, because the talk is how this kind of thing is how people's careers can end. That's kind of how the things continue throughout the uh, Tucker Carlson conversation. And um, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm, I'll probably have more to talk about in the future. But, I mean, it's just this is fascinating information that's starting to come out. The sad part is it'll probably just get covered up and Chauvin will still be stuck in prison forever and the other uh, officer or officers that were also locked up for at least five to ten years, if I remember correctly, they should all be freed. They should all be freed. I think people should be, 
you know, <laughs> if if you want to protest or something, there should be something like that. Free Derek Chauvin. Free, you know, these other cops. I think Chow was one of them. It's unbelievable that this kind of thing could happen. And at the same time, there was all kinds of conversation similar to this back then. But, of course, again, it all got swept under the rug as burn... <laughs> As a burn, loot, and murder, you know, that's what BLM really stands for, as the burn, loot, and murder group, and Antifa, which are actually super fascists, uh, destroyed this country, or, you know, burned the country. The, the country, the cities burned, damages here, uh, statues of anybody from Robert E. Lee, okay, all the way up to George Washington, Abe Lincoln, and Ulysses Grant. All were taken down and burned and such. I don't even know how you can burn a statue, but I guess people found a way to do that. Um, Ulysses Grant was actually the first civil rights president in a lot of ways. He protected a lot of the people that, uh, and, and, you know, and Ulysses S. Grant risked his life with many other soldiers in the, in the Union Army to help free the slaves in the first place. Lincoln, he died freeing the slaves. Um, obviously, Lincoln's main objective of the Civil War wasn't originally to free the slaves. It wasn't, but it became that one of the main uh objectives of the Civil War later on, yes. So, obviously, again, Lincoln was far from perfect in a lot of ways, as was Ulysses Grant. He was a massive alcoholic. <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, we're all, we all have our vices. We all have our problems. They meant well, and they did well in a lot of ways. So why were Antifa and BLM destroying their statues? It makes no sense at all. Absolutely makes no sense. I'm surprised they didn't tear down Martin Luther King's statue after that. Like, just just for the fact of, oh, let's let's tear down something just because we can. And, uh, you know, the stealing and making stealing legal in places like California and stuff. Um, people could rob out of your car and they'll be let go the same day they could steal out of your car. They'll be like, you know, they'll be detained and then let go and that's it. Nothing. Nothing, nada. See you uh, next time. Next time you commit another crime and we'll let you go again. And that's what's pretty much been going on ever since 2020. So for all these people that covered this up, for all these people that lied and perjured to the, uh, you know, to the American people and to the world, not, not just to Minneapolis, but to America and to the world, they should all face criminal charges, every single freaking one of them. You know, I strongly believe that. I believe the Floyd family who may, who, gained like over $19 million, almost $20 million from the city of Minneapolis out of this. I think they should give every penny back. I, I truly do. I truly do. And of course, again, this is still something that's kind of coming out, this and that. But I don't, I can't imagine this being some kind of a conspiracy theory. There, This is not a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy. It truly is. And it makes perfect sense with how things have gone. It makes perfect sense. And, and it's unbelievable that people use this as an excuse to vote against Trump as well. It's just, I still remember even hearing that at work. Like, oh, he'll never win in the state where George Floyd happened. What does George Floyd, what do George Floyd and Donald Trump have in common, please? Like, you know, like, what are they, what's the relation? You know what I mean? Did, do you really think Donald Trump wants stuff like that to happen? Uh, it's just the strangest uh strangest thought process, bleeped up thinking that I think that has messed up this country for so long. And I don't know. I, I just do not understand how this kind of thing can continue to happen. And I don't know. It, it just shows how brainwashed the public truly is. 
of, of all shapes and sizes and colors, demographics, you know, locations throughout the country, uh, people f- across the world. They're, they're not even from here. People across the world, they're talking about this, uh, how could Trump win in the same state where George Floyd happened? It just blew me away. It blew my, it, it, it really did. I, I blew my mind and I didn't understand where their thought process uh, could actually be coming from. Again, apologize if I seem a little disoriented and I'm about blah, 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 like that kind of. So, because first of all, it's very shocking. Secondly, I, I, you know, I have limited time, unfortunately, to be able to do this, unfortunately. And I'm, you know, so and I'm trying to be careful about what I'm saying for so many reasons, because, well, first of all, I don't want freedom of thought to be pulled off of, you know, iTunes and all that, you know, so I'm, I, you know, at the, and at the same time, at the other side of me, I so badly want to get this out. I so badly want, you know, the truth to be brought to light. I so badly, you just knew, you just freaking knew the whole time. You just knew. Um, so, and again, it's like you want to continue to verify this and that and let things play out. The sad truth is nothing will probably happen. That's the sad truth. That's the sad truth. It's not going to be found to be false. Of course not. There'll be no conversation about it's all false other than maybe just people word on the street. Oh, that's BS. Yep, that's uh, that's all they'll say. Oh, that's BS. And it's like, it's BS how, though? Why is it BS? And then they'll have no answer. So that's the sad and frustrating part of the whole thing. So with that, I'm going to try to jump into the mailbag. But um, I did share the video on the Facebook page. So if you can access that, yeah, please, please, uh, yeah, pass out the, pass on the information, you know, this type of thing, pass on the information. This is fascinating stuff. It, it really is. And people need to know it, it must be shown. So that type of thing, the mailbag, at least for the Facebook page, anyway, facebook.com forward slash freedom of thoughts, 1776. There's a comment on one where I was like, why are silver leaves, silver maple leaves turning red. So that's weird. It doesn't make any sense. It was actually happening. And also we have red maple leaves turning brownish and yellow kind of over in the park I'm at. There's other areas where they're just gorgeous, fiery red. And then there's some that look like the Minnesota wild, kind of a forest green and red. It's fascinating actually. But then there's the other group where like up, up in the hill, kind of further up the hill where they're turning brown, like kind of like a poop brown and and yellow and stuff it's really weird they're supposed to be red maples but then these were silver maples that were that had a hue of red on them the strangest thing ever i was like that doesn't make any sense i i always wonder if there's some kind of weird chemical going on because of all the fires and the smoke and god knows what might have been in the air and all that so it's really strange i i i didn't see this type of reaction with trees in the past that I'm seeing now, but maybe I'm weird. Kathy Maine, thank you very much for joining the show. I believe it's the first time she's ever come on here uh, officially, but I do know she's conservative and a Minnesota Wild fan. So we've interacted on the uh, Minnesota Wild Global page many times in the past. So we're she's familiar probably with the Brave the Wild podcast that I do. Uh, she says, most, most probably has to do with your soil. A high pH indicates a lack of iron and that can mess with the color. So that could be maybe the dirt's kind of messed up up in the hill. So I don't know. It's real weird. So I wouldn't doubt, though, that when you're, especially if you're talking about soil or whatever, I, I wouldn't doubt if maybe that all that weird smoke and chemicals in the air could have something to do with it. Um, yeah. Yep, I was getting mad about, uh, oh, and that got, oh, no, it didn't get taken down. 
yeah, Omar was expelling one million people. It says expelling one million people from Gaza in a day is ethnic cleansing. Yep, I already talked about that on the last episode. But yeah, still, it's unbelievable and crazy. Uh, I was Oh yeah, another major thing. I was saying sell any stock you may own in Netflix and cancel your subscription. You are literally giving the devil money. Forget about it. Legally, everything or literally everything bad happening in the world has to do with these SOBs. And that's uh, the Obamas are basically partners with Netflix in a lot of way up. So they're, the, I believe they're on the board of directors somehow, some way. So yeah, I want nothing to do with Netflix. I'm glad I don't have a subscription anymore. Once they got rid of Knight Rider, that was kind of it for me because it's like, you couldn't even let me finish watching the series. It was extremely frustrating. Sorry, I'm looking over. Yeah, the park technically isn't closed yet. So it's like, I shouldn't get be getting kicked out of here. So I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, the next one. Justin Jefferson, Minnesota Vikings superstar wide receiver, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, yeah, a Minnesota Vikings superstar wide receiver, who, of course, yes, is black. Yeah, and nothing wrong with that. Um, he says, yeah, because he had been interacting with Trump and they'd been getting along. And I always thought that maybe he's just being polite to him, blah, blah, blah. But this is very interesting. And this is a guy who actually puts like a gold grill in his mouth, too, which I've never understood that. I've never understood all that, but I mean, okay, whatever. Next, uh, let's continue with what Justin Jefferson had to say. Trump was a class act, one of the best people I've ever met. I hope that in 2024, we can see that man back in office. Isn't that cool? He's been an inspiration to me on and off the field. He got my vote in 2020, and he'll be getting it in 2024. Justin Jefferson. Yes, just the same Justin Jefferson that Minnesota Viking fans locally in Minnesota, you know, admire so much. Justin Jefferson on Trump's comments about him at the White House. Yep, I believe, I forget what Trump was saying, like, wonderful player and, you know, he's a good, really good guy, stuff like that, you know, but, wow, man. Uh, obviously, probably a lot more details if we could uh, get a chance to learn, but isn't that the coolest thing ever? Justin Jefferson, I mean, that's a huge, huge star player endorsing Donald Trump. Isn't that cool? So uh, that's something, a positive note to think about. Again, sorry if I seem kind of shaky and disoriented, but, I mean, it's just that story, you know, it generated so much emotion during the course of 2020 and really ever since. It, it's a big deal. So, I mean, it's like you're seeing something, you know, going on and you, like your fingers are kind of like your hands are kind of shaking. And that's kind of the vibe I was getting as I was uh, talking about the story, because honestly, I want to say it correctly. I don't want to screw it up. I badly don't want to screw it up. Um, there's a, wow, holy Toledo. Yeah, Facebook, or this is all on Instagram. Yes, yeah, so the Instagram is freedom underscore of underscore thought 1776. So I believe there's a few comments from uh, Mark Carlson. Yep, since uh, like two episodes ago, because I did not empty the mailbag since. So, yep, Mark Carlson does have a lot to say. Whew, he does. We'll get to it now, though, right here, right now. From a new, yep, strikeforce.92, from a news release by the Government Accountability Office, in our new report, we estimated that the total amount of fraud accessed all UI programs, including the new emergency programs, during the COVID-19 pandemic was likely between $100 billion and $135 billion, or 11%, to 15% of the total UI benefits paid out during the pandemic. I may have read this on the last episode, but, or not the last episode, but two episodes ago. I want to make 100% sure here. I may have, actually. 
Uh, my apologies here for the delay. I think I did. I, I remember reading that for some reason. But it is, again, fascinating to think that much kind of bullcrap could be going on. That it's they're, they're making billions and billions of dollars off of a fraud of a of the whole thing. And people like uh, Dr. Fauci, I, I've honestly thought for the longest time he's a closet billionaire this whole time. He's actually a closet billionaire. And it wouldn't surprise me one bit if he was, um, or at least multi hundreds of millions. Like they're like his, his uh, net worth is like 5 million. It's like, yeah, okay. So if his net worth is 5 million, I got a, I, I got a bridge to sell you. I do believe I read that one on the Paul Majors. Yep, Paul Majors episode 23. Yeah, so we'll continue from that one because I, I, I recognize reading that. I, I do. Yep, here we go. So we'll continue from the September 23rd one. Apologies there. Yep, here we go, Mark. A nice big one again. It says, uh, note, on October 8th, I went to visit. Yeah, this is definitely because this is much more recent. On October 8th, I went to visit a family member who was in the hospital and the screening before we were admitted to enter the building reminded me of the troubles we experienced visiting hospitalized family during the pandemic. I am surprised we, yeah, remember that? I'm surprised we didn't have to wear a mask. Isn't that nice that we don't now? Even, yeah, I was afraid I was going to have to do that this year. But it's getting close to election time again. Now, I must remind you that all our elections are important. Yep, local, regional, whatever. They matter. I think that Uncle Joe and his allies had been doing some reading on how to influence elections by biological welfare. Um, real quick, I want to make sure this is okay. Good. I want to make sure this is still recording because yeah, just uh, Google 1984 uh, Regency attack. Yep. Uh, read it for yourself. I w I will add just a note here taken from the great bastion of fact and truth called Wikipedia. A group of prominent followers of uh, Regency, led by Ma An Anad Shika, had hoped to incapacitate the voting population of the city so that their own candidates could win the 1984 Wasiku County elections by deliberately contaminating salad bars of 10 local restaurants. Holy cow. I'm not saying we have to be wary of our food, but rather coincidental that just a while back we were informed by the White House that COVID is over, and now as the election draws closer, the fear is brought back out. Yep, link provided. Yep, so yep, there's the link. Get on there if you'd like. Congratulations on episode 60, says Mark Carlson. I am looking forward to listening. I don't know how you find the time to record them. Yep, I know I'm squeezing it in right now, but yeah, but I want to. Uh, thank you for the effort, and I have been listening since this podcast started. 60 episodes, wow. And yeah, thank you so much, and it's a great honor. It truly is, and Mark Carlson is a Iraq veteran, so it's like a great honor, and I salute you, Mark. That means a lot, and yep, 60 episodes. So this is 62, I believe. Mark says freedom is not free. Again, he's from Iowa. Boop, boop, gotta like those. Okay, thank you for getting this one out. Yeah, this was, which episode was this? Three days ago. Holy cow. Yeah, this is the recent one, just three days ago. Okay, well, I'm glad Mark jumped on board again. Thank you for getting this one out. With all that is going on, I know there are no shortages of topics. You are so tight in your comments. I'm guessing meaning so right in my comments about the radicals that, uh, that claim for Israel to stop. That is embarrassing to me. Yeah, that are calling for Israel to stop. Our elected leaders need to sit and think about what they said 
They are not speaking for me, not speaking for the majority, not speaking for anyone who has common sense. These idiots would want to take, well, would want to make peace with Hitler as he was busy exterminating a certain ethnic population, and they would damn all the fighting that helped spare the uh, spare and, uh, and save freedom for those enslaved. So I guess it's okay with them if people fly ultralights into a concert to kill and take people hostage. Listen, people, it's not okay. And if I were Israeli, I would I would not stop until I eliminated all the threats. Yep, uh, I would make the punishment so severe that no one would ever do that again. I talked to my pastor today about this, and he agreed with me. End times. Thank you for the show. Shout out to Ron in Kentucky. Yes, Ron. You're up, Ron in Kentucky. What a great guy. Um, he should be calling in soon. Oh, that'd be great. Yep. Um, do you do you know him, Mark? Out of curiosity, do you know him personally? Yeah. I mean, he he, uh, he sounds like a former, or not a former. He sounds like a military veteran. He does, and man. He, uh, he has a heck of a voice, let me tell you. And uh, Mark does too, honestly. But uh, Ron, Ron is incredible. Yep, and thank you so much. That was awesome, Mark. It really was. Um, yeah, absolutely great for sure. So interesting, interesting happenings right now. I'm glad I was able to get to the mailbag. I apologize for not getting to it before, but that was another kind of breaking story, even though I was late to it. Uh, finally getting to comment about it. And now this one is a little bit fresher. It popped up, I believe, just two days ago on uh, the Tucker Carlson Twitter. It's probably Friday evening, I'm guessing. Fascinating stuff. It's about 13 minutes long, and he has an incredible guest um, with the last name of Ellison, and it's not Keith. Let's just say he's the opposite of Keith Ellison. He's one of the coolest uh, people ever. Keith Ellison is a pile of crap. Uh, he's, the, he's the attorney general here in Minnesota. You've got to be kidding me. That pile of vomit is the attorney general. So... Uh, it's just, you just continue to think about how awful, 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 bleeping awful, as Rocco Baldelli, the Twins manager, would say a year ago, bleeping awful the government in Minnesota truly is. Um, you know, it's, it, it is. Um, but with all of that said, I think I better call it here. Uh, so <laughs> don't, don't get yelled at. You better get back uh Better get back home. I'm kind of roaming around again, like I tend to do when I do this show. It's more of a mobile episode, uh, more of a mobile show, though I do like being at home in the right place where I could have everything, uh, like more access to things as I'm recording. But at the at the moment, I can't do that, unfortunately. So <laughs> with that said, <laughs> plus a Purple Mafia episode is like half recorded because of, uh, yeah, some of you that actually listen to the Minnesota Vikings podcast I do. It's half recorded because of uh, the Viking game is Monday night and work schedule not going to add up for that one <laughs> to be out until probably Tuesday sometime. So it's a lot of fun, right? Yeah, it is what it is. So with all of with all of that said, again, I hope the truth truly comes out about this whole George Floyd thing, and I would love to see justice truly be served for the real criminals, and I mean every dang one of them all across the country, but especially locally, the lies the dishonesty and what the and what trouble it caused and the trouble that the lies and dishonesty have been causing throughout the world with the whole pandemic as well these people need to be held accountable in the name of Jesus they need to be held accountable anyhow god bless you and god bless the united states of america <laughs> <laughs>